Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. With Terrence Oglesby, Hornets analyst for Bally and also talking some college basketball for the Field of 68 Network. Terrence Oglesby joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Terrence, you told us that it might take about, what, I think four to seven, something like that, of those, <laughs> that, that number around that neighborhood of games before LaMelo finally found his rhythm. Is it? Do you feel comfortable that LaMelo could use this weekend as a launching pad to find his rhythm going forward? Yeah, I think this, this weekend he was more reactionary as opposed to really thinking what was going to happen. I thought he was really good, and the fact that to open the game against Dallas, what was it, seven assists on the first seven buckets? Like, he's making such a profound impact now, and it's all now. I'm playing fast. I'm not going to give the ball up anymore. And I realize that I'm kind of that first chain of events. I can break down the defense. I can get into that 10-foot area and really make something happen and make it easy for my teammates. And then that there was a point, I want to say it was in the third quarter, and I could be wrong, but when he went down, it was kind of awkward. He kind of grabbed his ankle, and then everybody kind of held their breath. And it was like, what's going to happen here? Well, I think that was a little bit like a football player coming back from injury where you have to get hit first to really embrace what's happening. And then after that happened, he just starts raining threes from everywhere. It's good to see him back comfortable. Uh, The offense as a whole looked a whole lot better on this road trip. Well, and Terrence, I think it was Gordon Hayward who talked to LaMelo saying, look, when the shot's not falling – find other people, find other ways to get other people involved. And we know LaMelo absolutely has that ability. I know you played at a really high level. What happens to you to try to get back into a rhythm when the shot just isn't falling for you? I know a little bit of a different player than LaMelo. You were the gunner. You were the sniper from deep. LaMelo a little bit more of a point guard in that regard. But how would you get over some of the shooting struggles that might come your way a few games? I would try to get to the free throw line. That was kind of like my rhythm seeker, or I would try to get to my spot, which was the left elbow. That was the, that was kind of where I would find my rhythm. If I could get to that spot, I knew. Now, LaMelo is such a different player than me. I'm not really sure it's applicable. He gets a rhythm by, uh, he gets a rhythm by putting the ball on the deck and then creating. And then as the game starts to flow, he starts to feel better. So wildly different players. <laughs> wildly. Terrence. Oglesby joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. And Terrence, when you talk about that stop that LaMelo had at the end of that Pacers game and how excited he got, how excited the team got, was it enjoyable but yet frustrating all in the same because you want these guys to be that excited about defense all the time? You know what? I I was more excited on this road trip. I, I mean, obviously you need a huge stop, and that's kind of what LaMelo presents being 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, he should be able to get those stops uh, with consistency. That's kind of where uh, you want to see that more often. But I, I was more encouraged by how the offense was playing. I, I think, you know, Steve Clifford's always going to be able to put uh, guys in position defensively to at least give them a chance. Offensively, you kind of have to let go a little bit and let these guys play. And I thought they really came together uh, this week. But do I want them to lock down on defense every possession? I think everybody who who has been a coach at one time or another, you want to see that, sure. But at the same time, his ability to step up and get a, get a stop with uh, that little time, is it, I thought was huge. And I think it was telling the, the mindset of where kind of he's at because he, he used that to go into the next game against Dallas where 
you're able to see kind of it's starting to snowball a little bit for him. And so when you look at this Hornets offense as well, they're 28th in the league in three-point percentage, but they lead the NBA in points in the paint per game, points in the paint differential per game, and two-pointers made per game. Is this a thing that fans just need to be more patient and the three-point shots are going to start to fall being the way they attack the paint? You know what? It's usually one one way or another. For example, in football, you're going to run the ball in order to open up the outside, or you're going to throw the ball around the perimeter in order to get some runs up the middle. I think a lot of the same concepts are applicable. And whenever you, you're you able to take advantage of the paint like they have, which, let's be honest, bodes well going up against the Washington Wizards team, 28th in the league and giving up points in the paint. They give up over 56 points a game, and they're playing them twice in a row. I think that's a good thing, and it bodes well. But I, I, I also don't think there's bad shooters on this team. A lot of these guys are struggling to find a rhythm. P.J. Washington came alive over the last, you know, three games. Uh, you want to see them shoot with more consistency, but you also, the quality of shots needs to be better. And once the quality of shots become better and easier because they are attacking the paint, I think they're going to start hitting more from the outside as well. Terrence, no Terry Rozier for at least the next two games. He missed the game against Dallas. What does his absence mean for this squad that saw Brandon Miller start his first game of his NBA career against the Mavericks? I think it gives Brandon Miller a, a unique opportunity to get in the starting lineup early. And everybody knows you're blind if you don't think Brandon Miller is going to start eventually. But I think it gets, gives him a chance to feel it out a little bit. Uh, the last game against Dallas was the first time I thought Brandon Miller looked like a rookie. He forced a couple of shots. He was a little bit of a ball stopper on offense. Defensively got caught out of position. But I think he'll be able to rebound quick because he's such a smart kid. But Rozier, he's just the, the thing with him is if the team gets in a rut, he's the guy that can string off eight points in a row. And as spurtable as he is, sometimes you need that when other guys are, aren't having their best day. Now that they're starting to get their offensive rhythm, he's just going to add that much more, especially uh, you know adding the depth for, quite frankly, guys, a Hornets team that's not all that deep when it comes to actual statistical production. And then, Terrence, when you look at Gordon Haywood, a guy we haven't talked about a ton, but he's one of 11 players this season, averaging 15, five rebounds, five assists, and a steal. What's been your read on him so far? Does this look like a guy that's healthy and happy and just ready to have a a great season and be available, most importantly, for the Hornets? Well, the best ability is availability. Uh, I mean, I think that's the big thing. You want him to be able to play. And I I think he's going to play as close to 82 games as he possibly can. Well, for two reasons. One, this team needs a veteran presence. And two, he's in a contract year. So those two things together, I I think he's been uh, really good. He's not the loudest scoring guy. A lot of mid-range jump shots, a lot of catch-and-shoot threes. Not somebody who's going to run up and down screaming and yelling. But at the same time, I think he's been really good in a steadying presence for some of the younger players. All right, Terrence, uh, rapid fire. I'm going up against a break, but I didn't want to get you out of here before asking your opinions on the ACC college basketball debut, watching that conference go 14-0. A little bit of a scare for Louisville last night. Does not look good after dropping an exhibition game and battling with UMBC, but at least the ACC goes 14-0. What were some of your conference takeaways? Uh, Paxton, uh, Paxton Wojcik started for Carolina. That was surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not sure how long that's going to last. Louisville has just been disappointing to me. I, I don't really know how to address that any differently. Uh, if 
things aren't changed in a hurry. You can't give up 92 points to UMBC. They just, like, it just, it just can't happen, guys. And I know they had an upset you know, yesteryear or whatever, but you have to be better defensively. And there was a talent upgrade there in Louisville, and the production hasn't gotten any better. And it's just it's scary for one. And Louisville fans, you know, I almost feel bad for them at this point because they've been presented some hope, and then, you know, it kind of struggles. Outside of that, Joe Girard taking only five shots for Clemson and a blowout win over Winthrop. That was surprising. Uh, a couple of other things. Uh, Florida State not playing till Friday I thought was interesting. But outside of that, guys, not a whole lot of huge games in the ACC as far as competition is concerned. Uh, that's going to be reserved for the next week. But I was up at Marquette for their opener against Northern Illinois. You want to talk about another team that can really play, really share the basketball uh, a really fun opening day as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the man knows round ball. Terrence Oglesby, college, NBA, it doesn't matter. We'll have him on plenty of times throughout the year, as long as he's willing to. Hornets analyst for Bally, also field of 68 Network. That's Terrence Oglesby joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Always fun, man. We, uh, we really appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, gentlemen.